And the show started. Hello. Yeah, me and Pat were just talking some taxes. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds really interesting, doesn't it? <laughs> okay, well, here's the, the only thing I'll say about that. So you were saying last year you made the most that you ever have, which is a good progr- you know, progression in your age, right? Hopefully as you age more, you you're make making more each year, hopefully. Hopefully ideally. money truck, baby. And so you were upset because you're, maybe not upset, but you were observing that you got the least amount back. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was a joke. Yeah. Like it was a mistake. Okay, so no, that's actually a good thing. So people always, it's this weird concept where people always are like, oh yeah, I, I love getting this big check back at the end of the year, right? I love my tax return. I get this, you know, an extra of $600, $500, whatever it was. towards my savings. I ended up yeah. putting it towards like dinner. Yeah, okay, so here's the thing though. If, if you're getting a huge check back at the end of the year, that means that you're your withholdings are wrong. You're basically getting boned the you're whole not, year. Yeah, you're getting boned the whole year. And so what the, the government is now holding your money interest-free for 12 months. Or, you know, I guess each month it's a little bit. It's not exactly, you know, for one month it's 12 months. For the next month it's 11 months, you know, 10 months, you know, progressively as you get your each paycheck. So to have your, to, to, to get a big chunk back at the end is actually a bad thing. You could be getting that money and putting it in even a bank account. You get some interest back. You know, if you got that little amount back each time on your paycheck. So you don't want a big check back at the end of the year. That means you're doing your taxes wrong. Well, I I had always seen it as budgetary because that's always how it ended up for me. (laughs) Well, you can do stuff if you want to purposely do that. Per month, technically. Yeah, I mean, if you if you want to go that route, you can. But I'm just telling you, that's like there's there's ways that you could get some actual interest, compound your interest if you. This is some great talk. People love this kind of talk. But I'm just letting you know. (laughs) Uh, for anybody out there, you don't want a big thing back at the end of the year. You want it to be as little as possible. So if you get your big check back, you fucked up. You, yeah, you messed up. Something's wrong with your withholdings and stuff like that. So, okay. After <laughs> to the good stuff here. Uh, Pat, uh, I thought it was uh, we had Steve last week. We talked about football. There's no really updates with football. No. So there's not really anything Did better. anybody What's, watch Pro Bowl? I don't think anybody watches the. I, I was literally watching the news, and they had the, <laughs> they had the recap going, and they said, and at this point, the NFC took the lead, as if anybody cares. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah, yeah. It's just it's such a joke thing. One thing I did see, there was a skills competition, and they one of the skills competitions, they had a bunch of NFL players play dodgeball. Don't they? Well, they usually do that at like most All Star games. This is technically like an All Star. Yeah, game, yeah, yeah. You know? And so they had them playing dodgeball. They had them playing dodgeball, which I thought was fun. Like I kind of like that. It's something a little different. Like you know, there's nothing to so, do with skills or football. No, it doesn't. But it was interesting. So it ended up being a, at the end. It ended with a two on one, and it was Graham Gano, the kicker for I think New Orleans, and then like some defensive end versus Jarvis Landry. Wow. They and probably so was, wouldn't compete against each other and many other I know. And so those two were on a team and it was those two faces Jarvis Landry, the receiver for the Miami Dol- Miami Dolphins. And so it was two on one. 
and you're like it is a kicker you know kind of two what you picture is unathletic guys versus a super athletic guy Jarvis Landry who's you know good wide receiver and uh so he ends up going the route of uh he gets he throws the ball uh gets the defensive end out then he drops his ball because he's wide receiver he's got good hands you would think and so uh Graham Gano ends up throwing it Jarvis Landry ends up catching it and so Jarvis Landry wins the two-on-one battle so uh good for him yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, but it was interesting. I like Spicing to see. It up. I would much rather see that than then see them actually play like a football thing. Like I'd like to see a bunch of football guys playing basketball. I, I think that's more interesting to me. It's something different. Well, it, I would rather see. I would actually rather see a Pro Bowl I where all the guys in the really game were the playing. I haven't watched the Pro Bowl since I was a kid, to be honest. Yeah, because I don't care. I don't think no. I've really watched it since they moved it to the week before the Super Bowl. So I always thought it was kind of garbage that you get snubbed from yes, the Pro Bowl if because, you're in the Super Bowl. Yes, I agree. I thought I think that's dumb as well. Uh, it's not a good. It still counts towards they technically still got a Pro Bowl spot, right? Like they're, still uh, technically, like they're considered a Pro Bowler. Yes, I think they're still considered a Pro Bowler because if that was the case, Tom Brady has like a bunch of Pro Bowls, and there's no way that. Don't you he want would. your trip to Hawaii, man? Yeah, you exactly. I would think people would want that, but now they're not even doing it there. Now they're doing it in Florida. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> would like, you want your trip to Florida? Florida and those people are like, uh, kind of. I mean, not as much as Hawaii. I, think I wonder how much they actually practice for that. None, probably not. None. Well, you gotta come so. up with plays. It's a bunch of different like, players from a bunch of different. Yeah, teams. it's probably yeah, probably like an hour. Then <laughs> it's probably minimal. Think the coordinators like, on the side like throw. It's a, probably throw pretty a basic screen stuff. pass. Yeah, screen <laughs> pass. You guys block zone block. It cannot. It cannot be a lot of break. They just don't care that much about it, and you can tell. So it's it's minimal stuff. You know, it's got to be not. Uh, I hope they're not spending too much time on it because not that many sp- people are spending time watching it. So no, yeah. So what's been going on with you, Pat? Where did I go last weekend? I went to a brewery. I wonder if you've heard of it. Yeah, let's hear. It. I hadn't heard of it. It was the Imperial Oak Brewing Brewery in Willow Springs. It's called Brewing Brewery. Well, it's it, they're called Imperial Oak Brewing. Yeah, and I was at the brewery. <laughs> I really hope they have I a thought I was being correct when I said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't tell you the name of the beers I had, but the place kind of yeah. smelled a little weird. Yeah, I, I've not. Been, you're saying not the normal beer brewery smell because they have a distinct smell. Yeah, of the you know the grains the and stuff. Yeah, so it was not that normal smell. It was a no. weird smell. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Not good though. I I didn't enjoy it. Maybe other people would, but I didn't like it. Okay, and so overall, how did you like the brewery? The beer was good. Okay. Just smell. I, there's not like I didn't really. I guess I was at like the tasting section, so I didn't like go back and see if there were tours or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just had a couple beers, man. The tap room, as Thanks. they call it. Yeah, I bring the beers. And the, the, what kind of beers were they? Just some IPAs. Uh, all IPAs. Well, not all IPAs. Okay, but they that's had some had. IPAs. Yeah. yeah. And where was the brewing company? The bur- the Willow brewery Springs. brewing company. Willow Springs. Willow Springs. Yeah. You don't nice. know where that is, do you? I, I've heard of it, but I don't know where it is. Yeah. What, like what's, what part of the is. suburbs? Western, southern? Uh, it's like southwest, kind of. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, and can you find these beers other places? Have you seen them in stores? I had never heard of it. Then why did you go? Um, I was in the area. Oh, just happened to be in the area and then yeah. uh, this brewery by? Yes. Sounds suspicious, but I'll let it slide. Good. Um, <laughs> Nobody asked you. <laughs> well, I asked you. Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, nice, Pat. Nice. Anything yeah, else? No. Okay. Well, I want to go down that beer route here. Okay. So I went snowboarding this weekend. Sweet. Um, I've been going. I've been going most weekends because I've kind of mentioned on the show before. I have this uh, the snowboarding pass that it's one 
it's one basically one lift ticket to every mountain in if you can call them mountains in Wisconsin, every snowboarding resort mountains in Wisconsin, if you can even call it a resort, the snowboarding hill, basically, you know, a place you can snowboard, every place you can snowboard in Wisconsin, yes. it's one pass there. I always and, thought it's weird how people go skiing in Wisconsin. I'm yeah. like, it can't be that high. It's not that high. And they make most of the snow. But fine. Hey, That's hey, how it gets. Hey, they make the snow. Well, cause yeah. I mean, so, you know, like if you, you can make right now, ice, you can make snow. Do you just like chop it up? No, they spray, they have these big fans. And then it sprays water. This fan is spray like there's a big fan behind this little sprayer of water, and it basically shoots out like you know, it's basically making snow that way. It's crappier snow. It's never as good. It's never as good as real snow. Um, it's way more icy and stuff like that. Um, and so anyway, and it has to be a certain obviously temperature to do this. If you just did that, it, it'd be it's basically like a mister uh, that you do in the cold, and it just makes snow. But anyway, so. That's how they're able to, Wisconsin places are able to stay open a lot longer than you would think because, like, right now there's no snow here. There's not really any snow in Wisconsin either. Thank God. And so uh, that's how they're able to stay open. But anyway, so you get this booklet, and the booklet's like $120, and it has one pass at all these places. And and it, an average lift ticket in Wisconsin for just, like, a day is about $60. Oh, you don't use Uber? <laughs> what does that even mean? Lift? Oh, lift, yeah. Um <laughs> That's a good reference, Pat. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, uh, but the average LIFT ticket is about $60 for a day, which is a little crazy, right? It's fairly expensive. So you go here, like, you go to three different places and you've already made up the price of the ticket, right? You've already spent $120 on $180 value at this point. So if you go four or five times and you, it's really cheap for this, this book, it's way worth it. So that's what I've been going most weekends. Anyway, we go. Uh, so my cousin was going to go with us. So this past weekend, uh, it was going to be. We have three of these booklets. It's going to be me, my sister, a friend, and my cousin already had one of these booklets. He said so. He came over, and it turns out that what he did was he bought. Uh, he bought a booklet from before, and photoshopped it, and changed like a bunch of the numbers around on it. And so, you know, instead of 2016, 2017, it said 2017, 2018, mm-hmm. and he reprinted out this booklet. Right. I thought it looked pretty good. He did notice that one of the things was upside down. Like one of the one of the it's like a booklet of a bunch of different lift tickets, and one of them was upside down. And he's like, "Well, that's a little suspicious." But you know, he had used it before; it had worked. Cheating uh, the system, man. Cheating the system. Yeah. Oh wow. But you know, he's a young. He's you know, he's recently out. He's an he's a college student. You know, so he's low on money. You know, he's he's trying to save where he can, cheat the system steal. while he can, steal while <laughs> yeah, essentially steal while he can. <laughs> and so, and anyway, so he's going. Uh, so we are, uh, okay. So here's another part of the story here. Uh, a friend of the show, Eric Nava was yes. trying to convince my parents that we were throwing a party at my house where we invited jugglos. So he wanted to go to Woodman's to buy some Fago because apparently that's where they sell Fago is at Woodman's. It's what a, is that? It's a, it's a grocery store. I've seen there's a few of them out there. Uh, but it's just, it's a really, it's like one of those grocery stores you go in and everything's still in like the boxes. No, I mean Fago. What's Fago? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Fago is the drink that Juggalos, it's like a, it's like a cheap soda that, that Juggalos drink from Insane Clown Posse. It's just a soda? It's There's just no a soda. booze in it? No. And so what they do, they just spray this at the concert, like nonstop. Okay. Like just liter, two liter bottles of this, just spray it like constantly. Apparently just like it's constant spray of this Fago. So anyway. He wanted to go to get this Fago, right? As we're getting the Fago, I noticed that there is a six-pack of, of uh, Bush. Uh, it said Bush NAs, and they were $2.37. I'm like, this is really cheap. 
So I see this, and uh, yeah, the NA is non alcoholic. Oh. Yeah. Why would you want to drink a non alcoholic bush? <laughs> so, so it was in a section of all non alcoholic beer, and all the beers like this. It was interesting because we were talking about this also. It's like all the non alcoholic beers were like the cheap beers. They were all like, you know, Bush. I think there was like a maybe a Natty Ice. Like these, there was different ones that were like classics. Yeah, just like you know your your cheapest beers, but they had those in an in a non alcoholic version, which is such a strange concept because it's like if somebody wants to still get the taste of beer, but not get any of the alcohol effects of beer, wouldn't you want like a nicer what's considered a nicer beer? You would think so. You would think so, right? But that's not the case. They don't sell any of those. Huh. that are like that so anyway this was so cheap i'm like this would be fun this it was very subtle this na it said na but the non-alcoholic part was really small writing at the bottom okay so i'm like this would be a good thing to uh you know tomorrow they'll want to you know maybe just want some beers in the mountain you know i'll get that so i grab uh we're going snowboarding the next day we i bring the six pack along uh my cousin you were like oh you got a shotgun this nobody knew and nobody in the car None of the other, you know, three or four people, three people, none of the other three people knew that it was non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> you, they just saw the Bush NA, you know, they thought it was some version of Bush. And so two of them shotgun beers. And then uh, <laughs> I had one and it tastes exactly the same as a normal one. Really? There was no taste difference. That's interesting. And so, and it wasn't until the end of the day that I say that this was a non-alcoholic beer. Oh man, they had to be mad. They they were very upset. They were, <laughs> my cousin stopped stopped drinking his halfway through, uh, and, and you don't even need an ID. What's interesting is also when I rung up, they didn't even ask for you know they didn't even check an ID. Well, so you can be under twenty one to buy these, and obviously I doubt that. Well, they did not check an ID, and it was it was that a don't mean anything. Well, it does because no, you could look I like you're self, over twenty one. No, 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 it wasn't a look thing. I did the self checkout. And so every whenever you buy alcohol through self checkout, it automatically does the assistant needed, and they come over and like they have to verify your thing and then enter in a code. For that, it didn't ring that like up. Feel like a thirteen year old could not buy Odoo. Not. We'll have to see. We'll have to see if this works. But I maybe it's just something at that Woodman's. I mean, maybe I to try it at a different grocery store. See if you can buy non alcoholic beer and have it not ring you up an ID. Like try the self checkout thing. And anyway, so I bought this. They were pretty upset when they found out, but they also thought it was funny. And so I roasted them. Haha, pretty Jared, good. you're so funny. I thought it was pretty funny. I was laughing the whole time. <laughs> you know, you know, just, I actually myself. found a beer yesterday that I couldn't drink. It was under my bed. Yeah? Yeah. Expired December 2016. <laughs> oh, God. I had problems, How long I guess. You got to clean underneath your bed a little <laughs> what more. What was it under my bed for? Yeah, and you have not checked underneath your bed in a while. Well, it's just shoe boxes. Yeah, <laughs> and beers. <laughs> the beers. While we're yeah. on beers, can we do booze news? Well, wait, wait, wait. I didn't, wasn't finished with that story. Then we'll get to the booze Please news. continue. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was a good transition, much better transition than where this will end up. So my cousin goes up. So we had already gotten our tickets. My cousin, he goes up to get his ticket, and we're kind of getting on our stuff. It had been like, I'm not exaggerating, 15, 20 minutes, and we're like, what's going on? Like, where is he? You know, something's going on here. We, well, we're at this point, we're kind of nervous. I had to go to the bathroom. I start walking over there to near the ticket counter, and all of a sudden, he walks out with this lady behind him, and he's like, "Hey, uh, can you and L come here and talk to them because they, uh, you know, about like my ticket thing?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh God, <laughs> I really don't want to." So we go in this back little room, like this this no window room with this kind of weird guy. Some guy that would sit in, in at a you know a ski lodge, 
with you they're, know like wood panel phone book man yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> so he goes in there and i see like a copy of his photo id on the table and then uh this guy's like this is a pretty serious offense because you know <laughs> he's like because it's not only stealing from us but it's potential to steal from other people which is accurate right mm-hmm. you have all these booklets of all these other tickets so he's like i, I could call the cops right now or you know you can pay for two days worth of lift tickets right now and get kicked oh. off the mountain so he had to pay like a hundred and fourteen dollars or something like that 114 dollars, and then he had to he couldn't go inside the place wow so he had to sit but this happened don't at the try beginning, and steal kids this happened at the beginning of the day mm-hmm. so we had just driven you know over two hours to go to this place my sister had her friend meet us from milwaukee like an hour and a half drive for her and so we're just gonna we can't just like turn around right away and so we stayed there for like five hours while he sat in the car the whole time <laughs> <laughs> so i felt bad about that but uh it was it was you know, i don't know it, it what are you gonna do it, you, you can't just like tell the you know i felt bad for the sister's friend and him it was kind of on him for you know yeah <laughs> <It's> <laughs> for but you know all you know you anyway. can't afford you shouldn't go yeah I, he can afford it yeah, he just he was point. just, <laughs> just pay. <laughs> but uh you know he just he's you tried you tried but you know you try you fail you keep going it's like all the people who used to like rush the gates at Lollapalooza. And they get mad when people come up to them and be like, "Where's your wristband?" Yeah, like kick them out. Yeah, yeah. like you. Tre- well, buy a ticket, yeah. man. <laughs> if you're that upset about it, buy a ticket. Exactly. And he was actually pretty cool about. He was like, "Take your time and all that stuff." But I, you just feel bad. You know, so you're like somebody's just yeah, sitting in the car. What are you doing in the car? Get you have your phone. But that phone has to die. It dies, or you don't. You run out of things to do. Yeah. Right. There's only so much you can do on your phone for that amount of time. Oh, some um, people find you get, time. You, yeah, <laughs> you got some. You got some Bush NAs in the car. You drink some of those, and that's about it. Yeah. All right, let's get to your booze news, Pat. I got uh, booze news. Okay, I don't know how long this has been going on. This was actually sent to me a Facebook link from a friend. Okay. And PBR has a jacket. Okay. In this jacket, you could store up to twelve beers in it. <laughs> 12 beers so yeah. here's my thing about this you take your shirt off yeah. you know you, you have a beer it's kind of illegal to drink in public yeah you know yep i can see it coming in really handy for like tailgating but yes. isn't that why you bring a cooler yep are these I, insulated pockets they're supposed to keep them cold okay okay so, so it's then not on like top it, of it it's a jacket yeah it's cold <laughs> that's a good point yeah that very good point so you're yeah if you're trying to stay warm with a jacket and then you've got this and then like so it doesn't really work in the summer Right. So it's kind of a seasonal thing at this point. And it's very confusing to Yeah. <laughs> I I think that it's like a cool idea, like thinking you could be like walking around with beers in your pocket and like nobody could tell and stuff. But like, when are you going to really need to do that? No. I, I, the, okay. Here's what it reminds me of. Uh, there's this Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where uh, they go on a booze cruise, uh, not on a booze cruise. They go on a cruise that doesn't allow alcohol. And so they're sneaking on all this alcohol. Like they have them, they have like you know strapped like a suicide vest. You know, mm-hmm. like just all these beer cans like all over their bodies. And so a situation like that, that would be perfect. But if it's a PBR themed jacket, it's probably a little obvious. Does well, it have like the logo on it and stuff? It's blue. I didn't see the logo. I think is like on the inside. Okay, so it's not super obvious that it's a PBR jacket. Yeah. It's not like it's not like a NASCAR PBR jacket, no. right? Okay. No, not at all. So it could be good for situations like that when you're trying to sneak in beers. Uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like you're going to a football game or something. Yeah. That's cold outside. So you 
put the beers in the jacket, then you don't got to buy the beers in the stadium. Yeah. Bring it to the movie theater. Movie theater, Crack yeah. open a beer in the movie theater. Exactly. It just seems like it's so troubling. Like, it's, like, tempting you to, like, <laughs> break laws and yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's Bring one a the, beer with you while you walk your dog. I mean, so it's basically like the, the you know, beer version of a flask, right? Exactly. But, but that's just... Jacket. It's way more inconvenient. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you still got to drink the beer. So you see yeah. the beer can. Yeah. Huh. Confusing. I couldn't wrap my head around it. It's PBR, too. It's so sentimental to me. Yeah, you like the PBR. I'm not a huge fan, but I understand the sentiment. So, the sentiment. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so. Sentiment. Sentiment, yeah. Well, sentiment is like. Uh, I know what yeah. it is. <laughs> That's like what's at the bottom of your expired beer. Um, okay. Pat, we got some emails here. Oh, wow. So, here you go. Take this one. Been a while. Booing, not ghosts. Yep. When is it appropriate to boo at a sporting event? Disgraced former player returning to old home stadium. Bad current player. Rude hot dog vendor. Thanks. Smacko. Okay. When is it okay to boo? So is it just okay? Is he just asking for those these are scenarios? I think those are just like some examples. Like with a those bad okay? call. You can boo at a bad call. Yeah. You don't like a player? Boo. Fine. Be a boo bear. Yeah. Oh, no boo bird. <laughs> um yeah okay so yeah bad call player with a bad attitude like yelling at referees or so umpires. basically doing what you're just complaining like when you were buoyed at the at the ref basically a fan a, a player doing that basically <laughs> a visiting player just being petty yeah you know yeah 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 um so those those are two examples like i know at baseball they always boo when like it's a tense moment and the catcher and the pitcher meet to like talk it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. always funny. What about booing when your own team is doing bad? I don't like that. I don't like yeah. that. That drives me nuts. Yeah. I don't think you boo your own team. I agree. So you can boo basically anything on the other team. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Is I don't. It... I don't boo personally. Yeah. Just because uh, what do you accomplish out of it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a lot. But it's kind of that fun uh, crowd uh, mentality. Like when you get the big, where the whole crowd's going booing. It's kind of, it can be kind of fun to join in the crowd yeah. and, you know, boo some stuff. Uh, and it gets, I, I do you think it helps the, the fans, like, the, sorry, not the fans, the players of the team you're rooting for to boo the other team? Do you think they like that? Uh, I think they might get a kick out of it. Yeah, I think that might help a little like bit. Like it might right? relax them. Yeah. Laughing. Yeah, like if they're laughing about something ridiculous too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does get a little over the top when, when on some of the calls though, right? In some of the sports, you know, like when it's clear it on gets, TV. It gets annoying yeah. when it's like the right call and yes. the, team, the fans just boo because they can. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like sometimes it's so obvious too, and you just hear like this uproar, yeah. like in surprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I'm okay with it. I'm pro it. I'm pro booing. You know what? I'll tell you what, Smacko. You boo at whatever you want, whatever you're in a sporting heart event. Desires. What do you think about booing non non sporting events? Um, I think it's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Stick stick to booing with. Yeah. You yeah. can't just like boo somebody. Like is going I do to that s- usually when someone like I'll be talking about food or something and they say oh I've never had that and I'll be yeah. like boo yeah yeah <laughs> or somebody's like going too slow in front of you like in a you know could you walk up to the window and yell boo no you don't think so that's kind of like ghosts he said not ghosts oh okay okay yeah <laughs> 
Perfect. Okay. Thank you, Smacko. Thank you. All right. This next one here is from uh, Brad, and it's just a sign for money. Don't be a Brad. Well, this Brad we can be. Okay. Yeah. And it says how to get rich. This sounds like a Brad thing. Yeah. <laughs> so Brad wants to know how to get rich. Pat, what's your advice? Oh, it's a question. Yes, yeah, it's a question. I thought that was a subject. Oh, sorry. How to get how to get rich? Question mark. Oh, workman. <laughs> workman. Uh, so you're going to lottery. <laughs> Lottery's a good way. Lottery's probably the quickest way to do it. Probably. Um, but don't don't do the cryptocurrency thing. Yeah, I'm not. You know what? I'm not. I'm not. I don't know enough about it to. You know, to, but I don't love the huge. I, I don't know. Again, I don't know enough about it to talk about it. Too I know much. someone who's bought like thousands of dollars in cryptocurrency yeah. and has made no money so far. Well, it's like I was. I was explaining. It's like he this. still has it. He hasn't lost money. Yeah, so he could like sell it. I guess. Yes, but I don't know. That's my advice. I don't know anything yeah. about it. Well, and, and the interesting thing about these whole the cryptocurrencies and everything, they're, they're obviously with everything, it's only worth what people say it's worth, mm-hmm. right? And so, but if if it ends up that nobody ends up accepting these cryptocurrencies, they're really not worth anything. I mean, it's right now a lot of these are based on the fact that these could be you know a currency of the future. Places could accept a crypto, you know, some sort of cryptocurrency as payment for things. Um, if these if this doesn't really become the you know the reality in the future, they're worth nothing. Yeah. And so uh, it just I, I I have friends that are super into it. And my brother started dabbling. You know, he has his Bitcoin that he's working on. Oh, right. Yeah. And so... I hope that one blows yeah, up. <laughs> I do hope that one works out, too. Um, but it's not something I'm going into. I've heard a lot... Also, here's another thing. Um, I've heard a lot of... Inter- I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before or not, but I've heard a lot of interviews with, uh, you know, very, very wealthy people. I've, you know, billionaires, that kind of thing. And all of them say the same thing, which is interesting, which is not to play just the stock market. Like he said that... You know, even people that pretend that they know a ton about it usually get lucky more than they are like an actual like predicting things. Like yeah. they they found that just randomly generated picking these stock, you know, these what what stocks are going to go up and down is a lot more random than people think it is. Mm-hmm. And that uh, if you're smart with your money, you're not going to play the stock market. Yeah, that was something I always kind of thought. Like, how do people become like? successful investors yeah like they make that their own career like what do you do oh i'm an investor yeah it's like how well i mean there's a billion different ways you can do that but i mean so some people obviously do it with stocks and they do that kind of thing they play the stock market and and some people put money into startups and that kind of thing you know yes. invest in the startups or you know give out loans that type of thing so there's there's a bunch of different ways to do it uh so how do you get rich jared we haven't even answered this question how do you get rich yeah um I say the lottery, or come up with an idea. Uh, the million dollar idea. Come up with a million dollar about. idea. There's some annoying guy on Facebook. He's a. I don't. This was like years ago, but I still yeah. remember. He's like, I got this new million dollar idea every day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then, then you should have a lot of money by yeah. now, right? Exactly. You would think so. You would think so. It's like then do something um, about it. <laughs> Uh, to me, I mean, this is, I wish I had a more comedic answer for this, but, uh, the way I think you have to make money is you just, you have to find something that you're okay doing for a long period of time, right? You have to find something that you have some knowledge about. You don't have to be an expert. What says, how do you get rich? Not how do you make money? 
Yeah, but you have to start making money. And once you have some money, then it's a lot easier to start putting that money into other things and making so more So you're money. saying go the investment route. I'm I'm yes. Once you okay, have some What money. I always think about, what I always think about, and they talk about the rich getting richer, right? They talk about that all the time. Uh, I always think about parking lots, and I've talked about this with other people before. Like think about how much of an initial investment a parking lot is, right? This big structure with all these things. Probably. Yeah, sure. It depends on the size, right? More. Or where it is, that kind of thing. Um, and the ones now, they just have these automated, you know, little ticket booths as you go in. Yeah, you're not even the ticket, paying people. You don't even pay people anymore. Yeah. And so now it's this big you're just investment charging up front. Rent to people and every some of day. these things in Chicago, you can park for 20 minutes and you're paying 30 bucks. Yep. And these are floors filled with cars. And so you're talking about, okay, so you have a certain amount of time that you're, you know, that you're out your money. So basically buy but eventually, a parking I'm structure. I'm going to say, <laughs> you, how to get rich? Parking. Parking. Parking structures in Chicago. Charge people to in park. In the city. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I always think. Like, if, when you have money, it's it's easier to, to make more money off that money. Um, but start off with getting that money. Totally. By listening to Chubb Step and more <laughs> advice. Dive right yeah. in. <laughs> uh, okay, here's the next one, Pat. It's from Trevor. Hey, Trevor. Shovel stuffed Oreos. What's with airline food? Yeah. Yeah, what's with it? What's with it? I don't fly on a lot of planes, man. I fu- Okay, so I've been on a decent amount of planes recently. but I think I've been on two planes in the last, like, 20 years. Okay. No, I take that back. Three planes. Okay. One, one was international. So one was a one-way flight? No, I mean like three, three trips. trips. Okay, three trips. Okay. Uh, so what – I also don't get – most of the trips that I'm taking are short enough that they don't actually have like an actual meal on it. Or if you have a meal, you have to pay extra for it. So usually just, I just, you just eat it's before. Just like peanuts and popcorn. Yeah, usually they just give you like, you know, yeah, some sort Snacks. of like trail mix or that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Pretzels or that kind of thing. Large black uh, meat uh, stick. The overpriced deal, alcoholic the, <laughs> beverages. The deal is that they, uh, you know, it's not good. It's not great. Uh, everybody knows that the – the thing is that they don't really have a place to prepare food. It's kind of like when you have a shitty apartment and all you have is a hot plate. So, like, what are you going to be able they to? Are. Do you think that like they they come pre-prepared and they just heat them up in like a microwave? And, like, you know what would be who would be a really good person to ask about this? A flight attendant. Pat Callahan, zero forty-four. Why? Because he's a flight attendant. How do you know that? Pat, I, I'm really surprised you don't know this. This is like. Why would I know this? I don't follow <laughs> random people. <laughs> He's not random you anymore. You send me pictures and I, I don't even up, respond. Kyle is zero forty four as a flight attendant. Everybody should follow him on Instagram. I think he might be perfect to ask what's the deal with airline food. Maybe somebody just DM him on Instagram. Just say what's the deal with airline food. See what response you get back. Do not mention Chubstep Podcast. Yeah, please don't. Uh, but just I want to see what his response is. Somebody could do that. That'd be uh, you get listener of the week. <laughs> what an award! <laughs> what an award! You don't, you don't actually yeah. get anything. <laughs> Okay, uh, Pat, you want and you want to get to something? Um, you have something else you wanted to? Yeah, I sent you um, something I want to talk about really briefly. I yeah. sent you something on Instagram today. Of like, yes, you did. It looked to me like a wolf. They said like a coyote in the middle of uh, Marquette's campus. Yes, just like yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Wild animal. Yes, this Marquette bar stool has been starting up a little more recently. Yeah, I can't imagine that one being that big. Yeah, I mean, there's just not that much stuff that happens in Marquette. There's <laughs> just honest. not that much people. No. You know, it's like no. one-third the size of a state school. Yeah, so it's this coyote thing just eating. It's big, 
right? Yeah. Looks big. Yeah, it's the size of a big dog. Does that ever bother you? Seeing them eat like that? No, just the fact that, 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 they, that could be, they could be... This is in downtown Milwaukee. Well, it, it doesn't bother me as much because I've seen them it, like in my backyard before. Really? Yeah. Well, we like the edge of our house is kind of on like a fort. You have small dogs and you don't worry about it? Um... I should be more worried about it, but should be. They, none of them have gotten killed. Nobody's. I don't think we've ever had like a neighbor killed by them. I haven't seen them in a while. It's more when we first moved in, we saw them a lot more. Um, but yeah, I mean, does that make you nervous? I wouldn't love seeing them, right? If I was outside, I would. I would kind of freak out. I think. I think so. Do you think you could take a coyote? No, I don't. One, it has rabies. And I, two, Allegedly. I hate shots. So it's mostly it's a shot. Reason you're worried about. <laughs> No, it could like sever an yeah. artery somewhere yeah. in your body. Then you're screwed. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like they attack humans. No, you don't really hear about that, right? No, I don't often. It's usually like other animals. You know what? You know what actually attacks humans? Dogs. <laughs> That's true. That's and very I'm a true. dog person. That's true. I've had they dogs definitely... my whole life. Let me tell you something. Yeah. When I was doing all that training, yeah. running around the neighborhoods yeah. when I was in college. Yes. I got chased by so many dogs. You know how many people don't put their dog on a leash and like walk outside to get their mail or yeah, something, and then and they, they see a random up. person running and take action. And they're usually them? faster than you. Yeah, they catch yeah. up. <laughs> the funny thing is, is I found that like the little dogs always like run the farthest. Yeah, like they keep running after yeah. me. Yeah, and I'm like, what? What is going on here? Yeah, like I will kick you to the moon. Mm-hmm. I don't obviously. Yeah. I love animals. <laughs> The big dogs back down if you like kind of yell. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. But you want to know someone? I they're dogs. Why are you walking outside with them not on a leash? You trust them that much? Some people do. I don't. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I mean it's that's they do attack a lot of people. A lot more, you're right. You hear a lot more about dog attacks than coyote attacks. Yeah. Yeah, they're dangerous. I feel like coyote attacks would be worse. They definitely would be worse. Yeah. yeah. Arian Foster made headlines a while ago by saying he could fight a wolf. I doubt that. You think Arian Foster? You don't think he could? I don't think a human. Many humans could fight a wolf. He's pretty. He's a pretty strong there's, guy. There's like those. Oh, okay. Until <laughs> there's a wolf in his face. <laughs> <laughs> and he was known for having a lot of injuries, so I think that that could have happened pretty fast. You yeah, know, he's fighting gonna, like, one of those. Tear his ACL yeah, trying exactly. to like maneuver around. <laughs> yeah. It. Yeah. All right. Nice bet. Yeah, thank you. Um, let's do a Jeff Goldblum movie review. Hi. 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 I'm Chef Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? <laughs> What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. <laughs> because she's sweet and like a peach, and like a juicy and sweet. You, you're afraid to be too Goldblum. He oh. thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's gonna be Goldblum. I jam in them. Into his pocket. Uh, I'm gonna get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? 2006. A little movie was released called Minnie's First Time. Minnie's First Time. What do you think about Minnie's First Time uh, is about? Sex. Elaborate. The moment I removed his pants, I was astonished by the size of his python. First time having sex. Okay. Well, uh, it's a, it goes a little ex- past that. She, I think at this point she's already had sex. But it says a rebellious girl hooks up with an escort agency 
where her stepfather is a client. Oh! So this is uh, this is a story here. This is starring, I'll just say here, starring Alec Baldwin. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say this. Uh, he was 47 at the time. He's age 47 at the time this movie came out, uh, 2006. Uh, so he is playing the stepfather. There is Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss, uh, she plays Trinity in Matrix. Do you, have you seen Matrix? I've never seen the Matrix. Okay. God. Uh, <laughs> she also... She was also in Memento. Uh, it's one of my favorite, my favorite movie overall. Um, she is the main girl in Memento. Oh, uh, she plays the mom in this. Mr. Jeff Goldblum is in this. No way. He is the he's a neighbor right next next door neighbor that's like a movie producer. Hmm. Luke Wilson is in this. Okay. He's a detective. Interesting. And then the main girl in this is Nikki Reed. No, I never heard of her either. Uh, she was in a lot of the Twilight series. She was she played Rosalie in the Twilight series. For those of you who know that who that is, she also was in the TV series Sleepy Hollow that was out for a little bit. No. Yeah. So anyway, so so the story here is that she her mom is a mess. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss is a mess. Uh, she like yeah she sleeps around all the time. She has this she has her husband. That's she's remarried to this husband, but she sleeps around all the time. Uh, she's constantly like drunk all the stuff. So her daughter is a senior in high school and is kind of, you know, she's kind of following her mom's path. She's like, you know, mess too. She gets bored. She loves new experiences. She's like, all right, I'll be a prostitute. Oh. So that's what she, and they're, granted, Wise, they're like, very decisions. wealthy. They like live up in the hills and, you know, in Hollywood. So don't do anything. You know, uh, yeah. So anyway, so she's, uh, exactly. But no, she wanted, you know, so she becomes a prostitute uh, and like the- f- An escort, Jerry. Escort. You're right. Uh, so second, the second person she sees- she goes into the room, and she realizes it's her stepfather, uh, Alec Baldwin. She turns off the lights so she doesn't—he doesn't see who it is—and she decides to sleep with him. Whoa! Then he finds out that it is her pretty fast, and then they decide to continue this relationship. And so that's what this movie is about. And then the like, then the you know how the mom is involved and all this stuff. Um. Here's the thing about this. So I was, I was like, she. Okay, so usually you see these movies. People are playing in high school. They usually played by a couple, people a couple years older, right? Oh, they're like twenty six. Yeah, yeah. But I was looking, <laughs> playing at, this, at, 18 I was looking year at this. I'm like, I cannot tell. I'm really bad at judging girls' ages. But I was, I was just curious, like, how old was she when this movie was made? And I was like, this came out in 2006. And then I, I looked it up, and she's three years older than us. Okay. And oh. I was like, that would make her 18 in 2006. But what I know about movies is. They don't come out when they're filmed, no. right? It's like a year, year and a half later. process, two yeah. years later. So she was 16 when this movie was uh, being filmed. They wanted her to look young, I guess. Yeah, so she's actually playing her age in this, 16, 17 in the thing. In fact, actually a little younger probably than she actually is uh, playing in the movie. There's no nudity in this movie. That would be illegal. Oh, <laughs> uh, but there is a lot of like heavy kissing, some lot of touching between Alec Baldwin and and Nikki Reed in this. That's interesting. And at the end, so then, because I was just, because it was like, it was at the time, I was like, this is, you know, obviously a huge age difference. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the whole, like, taboo of the whole movie. Because of the implication. But then when I'm, then I, I, when I was just Googling just to get more information on the movie, then I see that this has come up recently with Alec Baldwin, like, saying that he didn't know that she was under, 
you know, when he found out she was under 18, he got pissed at the producers and there's producers saying that he knew that she was 17 or she knew she was 16, not even 17. And, you know, they had the same agent or some things like that, you know. So it's one of these things going back and forth. So it's interesting, like side dynamic, like this movie's already taboo. And then there's this kind of underlying thing yeah, <laughs> behind, underneath it, which is kind of crazy. So the director really only directed this which is interesting. And that and like some random uh, 30 for 30 short oh. <laughs> about, a, about a number 16 playing a number one seed. Um, but, the ultimate yeah, David the ultimate. versus Goliath. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's the fun fact they lose uh, because <laughs> that's what happened to every 16 team seed in the March Madness. Anyway, uh, so this is just kind of, the movie is very unique. The story, I've not seen anything like this. is very strange. It's very, I, I feel like it's a movie you would probably like, Pat. What? I, you just, every time I see, <laughs> not for a reason, not like, not, not for a weird reason, but just a very like strange out there kind of movie. Um, I would actually say it's so borderline for me between a top, like, I don't think I need to see it again, but it was very entertaining to watch the one time to kind of, this is such a weird storyline, such a unique you type of thing. It was yeah, it was hook, and it has some good twists in it. Mm. Um, and so, I, I want to say, and it was kind of lower budget. Or, you know, it wasn't. It was not a huge budget movie, not like a blockbuster type movie. So it was a little lower budget. I, I want to say that it's a top tier Jeff Goldblum movie, but it's not good enough for me to be like. It's not a movie I want to watch again. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of how I, I put the top tier ones up there again. I, I don't really need to see it again. Uh, so for that reason, I'll put it as a middle tier Jeff Goldblum movie, but a very watchable movie, you know, enjoyable movie. Um, it's something different, uh, but a middle tier Harry Connick Jr. in the Jeff Goldblum movie review scale for me. Or as the good reverend would say, why we on this particular mission, we'll never know. But I do know here today that the Black Knights will emerge victorious once again. Amen, man. Amen, Reverend. That was interesting. Yeah. How about Jeff Goldblum, or uh, Tanzania News, Pat? How about another, Tanzania another News? Another one. Yeah, how about another Jeff Goldblum movie? The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. The scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. From Tanzania? Yes, I am. All right, real fast, I'm going to follow up on last week's episode uh, where we talked about hippo ivory. Remember we talked about the teeth thing? Yes. So here's what the deal. So they came up with another article in the last day uh, where they had a little more information than last week's thing where I talked about they were selling all this hippo uh, teeth. And so the teeth they got from ones that were hippos that naturally died or maybe they confiscated it from poachers. So that's how they got these all these teeth at auction. So they were not illegal, this is not illegal teeth they're trading. Um, or they were killed because they had a dangerous encounters with humans. So what they said here... A hippo? Hippo, yeah. Hippos are apparently very dangerous. Really? Yeah, yeah. You would never think. Yeah, that's... I know. I think they're I slow, aren't they? Apparently they're pretty dangerous. That's all. I've heard that before. And all the if you teeth, see a hippo, stay away. Stay away. And what they're saying is that the teeth are going to Hong Kong, which is not surprising, right? A lot yeah. of these shipments are going there. Um, but here's what it said. Here's a quote from uh, Jeff Crisfield, everybody's chief operating officer of the African Wildlife Foundation. Everybody knows him. So he said, hippo teeth, once carved, are potentially indistinguishable from elephant tusks 
by a consumer. So it's like knockoff ivory? Yeah. Uh, and with the world beginning to rally it's around... It's like a fake Rolex? Kind of. But you said it's basically, you know, it's just a different version of it, basically. They call it hippo ivory, but it's just, it's not exactly ivory because it's not the same thing, but it's, oh. you can't tell the difference. So with the world beginning to rally around elephant conservation, there's a real risk that poaching and trafficking could shift to the ivory from hippos. So they're saying hippo so now, ivory. Hippo ivory. So that's what they're saying is that uh, you know because everybody's focused on the other thing now they'll just start going to hippos because it's basically the same. Remind me again what people use ivory for and hippo ivory. They said they were they make little trinkets and stuff like that, little decorations so and trinkets. Yeah, <laughs> so important. Okay, real fast here, Pat. Uh, here's the actual story here. So uh, I like this. <laughs> There's this this picture of this guy walking around. He's got he's wearing like a white robe with two crosses, like basically cross covering each like of his nipples. Um, <laughs> and he's so. This, uh, the story is, uh, a self-proclaimed prophet who was detained earlier this week over his unconventional methods is mentally ill. So there's this guy named uh, Nabi Titu, which is Swahili for... Is he like for... basically like a local witch doctor or something? No. No? He's, uh, he's a self-proclaimed prophet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, Na- uh, Nabi Titu is Swahili for Prophet Tito. Uh <laughs> And so, what up, Tito? Tito. So anyway, uh, the police picked up this 44-year-old who is reported to have been preaching in parts of Dodoma while drinking beer and advocating that fornication was permissible. Oh. So he's just going around. This sounds just in in like Chicago. This is just like a normal homeless person just yes. walking around. Uh, but apparently, this was big in Tanzania because this is pretty out of the ordinary there. And they said a viral video footage was shown uh, with him kissing his wife and housemaid in public, and then going around to different bars just yelling out all these crazy things. So he was having a day. He was having a day, and uh, they said they you know, arrested him and then put him in jail oh. and said that uh, the consumption of alcohol is not as, as common in Tanzania with churches and stuff like that. As so it this would be like world. a normal thing. This is not that crazy. Like, you would not be surprised <laughs> if you saw somebody doing this, right? No. You wouldn't be. It wouldn't make story headlines, but I thought it was funny that it did. I know in people Tanzania. in my life who would do something like yeah. that. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Um, all right, Paz, anything else you want to get to? I don't have anything else. Okay, yeah, it's cool. So we'll wrap it up there. Um, and people email us, showchubstep.podcast at gmail.com. We always appreciate that. Uh, new shows every Thursday on iTunes. Pat, tell a friend, rate the show on iTunes, and the show is ended. I rest my case. Oh. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.